like, where did my baby go? Like, he's still a baby, but... <laughs> we'll have to listen back to the first episodes of Parenthood yes. when we just could not see our way out yes. of it and how quickly we are now here yeah. where everything's just starting. I mean, there are new complications, yes, right? Yes. But it's just feeling like we kind of made it a little bit for right. at least this next time. Welcome to Parenthood, where each week we explore the lives of Aussie mums and dads and what's really going on behind closed doors. I'm your host, Leonia Kidanol, mum of two, business owner and relationship coach. This segment is Real Talk, where Liv and I discuss the trials and tribulations of parenting. Let's begin. Welcome to the show. Real talk. Liv, do you know this episode comes out on your actual birthday? Is this when you're going to sing happy birthday to me? <laughs> I feel like if we had a bit of wine here, I'd do a little bit of a shimmy for you. But. <laughs> so is this the point in the podcast that I remind everybody that I hate odd numbers? Yeah. Yes. I'm turning 37, everybody. I was so excited about turning 36. Mm. I've wanted to be 36 my whole life and 36 <laughs> has been pretty good to me. Yeah. But it's gone so quickly. Are you doing mm. oh. these? I honestly feel like I just packed away the Christmas tree yes. and now I've put it back up. Yeah. And I'm thinking, where did my great year of being 36 go? Right. How are you feeling? It's been, I'm trying. I mean, as you know, I lost a very close friend uh, a few years ago now. So mm. I've really learnt to treat every lap around the sun with grace and mm. gratitude. Mm. So I'm really trying to center myself on that so that I don't get caught up on being 37. <laughs> um, but here I am. I'm just, I don't know. I am feeling good because. Mm. Yeah, as you get older, I mean, things, I'm feeling more confident in myself. Mm. I know the things that make me happy. I know the things that don't bring me joy. I'm getting much better at cutting those things out because time is so precious. Mm. So, yeah, here to raise a glass to the next year, bring on 37, and then we're one uh, year closer to my 40th, which, as you know, I'm already planning my 40th birthday. (laughs) I've already got my theme. Which I mean, have I told you my theme? No. Okay. Well, here it is, everybody. You'll want to come to this party. The theme is it's a bit much because often people say about me, she's a bit much. <laughs> so the party is going to be it's a bit much, and you have to wear an outfit. Do I need to look extra? That is so extra, like oh either so glitzy or so leggy <laughs> or so booby or whatever it is. It's just got to be a bit much. Oh my so, god, I'm ready. Yeah, I'm so like, bring ready on forty. Yes. I don't want to wish my life away, but I really yeah. want to have this party. Maybe I should have just made it my 37th. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> any excuse for a party. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I love that. I feel like we're celebrating all round because this is our last episode for the season oh. before we break for Christmas. Wow. So like, It's been a joy. It's Therapy, a, as I always say. Another Very season under be the here. belt. Yes, well absolutely. No, it's so good. And uh, how are we feeling? Because this is a big year next year for us with our little cherubs, oh. our firstborns. Heading into prep. Uh, How are you feeling, Mama Bear? I feel all sorts of different mm. emotions. I am wondering where on earth the years have gone. I am so excited for him. Mm. He is so ready. Mm. He's going with a couple of his little buddies, which yep. is bringing him comfort and bringing me a little bit of comfort. Yeah. I am pumped to make mum friends, some more mum friends yes. through school. I've really enjoyed just even the last year, you know, the footy club and whatnot, just. Mm 
broadening out my community of people. So yes. I'm looking forward to finding another group of peeps. Yes. I like recruiting into my little network, as do you. We do love a recruit. So a good, what is it, VA, value yeah, add always? Value add. <laughs> I mean, mum tells a story about crying behind the shelter shed when I went to school. I have no doubt that in the next season we'll be talking about us shedding a few <laughs> tears, feeling a bit misty-eyed yeah. uh, as our babies go off. What about you? At least uh, it's not the the final baby, though. At uh, least you've still got another uh, one to. I think by then I'll just be like, I'm done. I'm ready for school. I'm so done with daycare. I'm done with the drop-offs. Oh, I just want you both in the same up. place. Yes. So that's my read. Of yeah, yeah, yeah. Interesting. So I, um, so I've obviously got Noah going into prep now. He'll stay. He's at a school already doing yeah. ALC. So he'll just migrate to like another building of the school. So I feel like that transition will be less emotional. Yeah. Um, however. Little Charlie, my baby, uh, daycare that he goes to, that's going to be wrapping up this year because oh. next year he starts at the school with Noah oh. in ELC 3. Winner, winner. So I almost feel how you're feeling with Tommy leaving daycare, he- yeah. heading to school. I'm feeling I've, I'm experiencing that with my baby just two years earlier because we've decided yeah, to take him right. through the school oh, system. Are you going to say goodbye to all those beautiful I'm gonna carers say goodbye. that have been looking after them oh, since for, they were They literally said to me the other day, so you're going to have another baby for us to look after? <laughs> A girl no this time? Maybe the shop is closed. <laughs> I'm like, if it was 100% chance of being having uh, a girl, uh, there's about a 1% chance I'm into that. Yeah. But given that there's no, <laughs> like, yeah. I'm like, sorry, guys. And I, I really think, I, you know, I know I will miss them. Mm. Um, they've been so beautiful. We've had the best experience with our daycare centre. Mm. Um, and so there's going to be that. But also, like, it's going to be so weird because I will have the one drop-off and the one pick-up moving <sighs> forward. You won't know yourself. Oh, my goodness. Oh. Like, And I'm literally like, where did my baby go? Like, he's still a baby. but <laughs> We'll have to listen back to the first episodes of Parenthood yes. when we just could not see our way out yes. of it and how quickly we are now here yeah. where everything's just starting. I mean, there are new complications, yes, right? Yes. But it's just feeling like we kind of made it a little bit for right. at least this next chapter. Right. Isn't it bizarre? And look, um, one question I have for you, because it's probably less relevant for me, with Noah, when he started at the school in ELC3, yeah. I feel like that was our big transition yeah. into the school. Um, we drive by the school. Yeah. We try to warm him up with the idea, yeah. showing photos of the school and be like, you're going to this school. Um, with Charlie, Charlie's like, a, you know, a, basically been a fly on the wall in this school for the last couple of years. So I know, I'm pretty sure that when he starts next year in ELC3, he's going to be very comfortable. Half the time when I drop off Noah, he never, Charlie wants to stay too sort of thing. So I feel like that transition will be okay. Okay, I'm interested to see how how are you getting Tom warmed up um, when it comes to the school? Almost those exact same things. We've been driving past this school for his whole life to date saying, you know, that's where you're going to go to school one day. He did come on a school tour with us. I didn't plan it that way. I just, it was a kinder day and I had him. So I might have, you know, I took him. So he got to see the school. And was he, he really Yeah. He was terrified. Yeah. But you could see that, yeah, he was starting to familiarise himself yeah. with it. The schools are fantastic too. They've got amazing orientation programs. Mm-hmm. So I think, um, yeah, well, yeah, we've already been to a couple. We've got one more before the year is out yeah. um, for him to just settle and meet his teacher and see his buddies. The school have been fantastic too, uh, including Tom with his best 
buddy. Oh, um, yeah, so we good. reached out to the school and said, we really think it will support his yeah. transition. And I yeah. think they say that, that, you know, peer contact is really, really important yeah. to support the transition. Yeah. So he knows he's got his safety oh, blanket. Um, so, yeah, he's pumped. I, yeah, we'll see what it's like come January or February. Yeah. But, you know, even just little things like buying his uniform. Oh, and, I can't wait for that. Yeah. 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 I mean, yeah, it's he's just ready. I know yes. he's ready. Yeah. I mean, both our boys are slightly younger. So part of me, yeah, it's been a big decision. You know, yeah. do I send him now or do I hold him back a year? But I yeah. know my heart of hearts that, yeah, this is the right thing for him to Go off into the big wide school world. Yes. Here's to the next, what is it, 18 years or something yes. crazy of uh, the education system? <laughs> isn't that so? And it's going to be so interesting. I don't know if you know already, like, is there a bit of a social committee? Because I know for our school there is, for every year level, they have the social chairs. Um, funnily enough, I didn't put my hand up for it. Yeah. Even I know that's so like I mean, my, you're pretty time my, poor, so I'm kind of glad. It's the time you know. poor factor. I'm like, podcast or social chair? Yeah. Podcast. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. But um, I'm actually like very close friends with the two sh- social chairs um, over the last couple of years and um, they have really great organised um, parents yeah. only sometimes dinners and things like that. So as a cohort and there are about 30 kids I think in total in the two, so 15 in each class with ELC that um, Noah's at, um, we've all become, you know, you find yeah. your people yeah. and even uh, this year was the first year that I actually had a dinner for my birthday with just the ELC um, parents that I'm sort of closest to. New mum friends. So starting to really cultivate that, although unfortunately some of the kids, uh, particularly two of my very close school mum friends, their kids are now going off to another school. They're not kicking on in the same school. So, But I'm like, it's okay. They still live around the corner and we want to really kind of maintain that relationship where we can. But I loved that and I can't Mm. wait to your point. Mm. I can't wait to see who is Mm. in my group for Charlie. Do you know if they've got sort of organised things or you just um, as far as social Uh, things? I don't know. I mean, I know that they do some big kind of fundraising events as so many local schools do, but I if they don't have it, I'll make sure they get it because I love lunches yes. and dinners and social events and yes. yeah, bring people together. So yeah. Yeah, I'm sure there'll be plenty of opportunity to find you people. I was actually talking to somebody yesterday who mm. said, yeah, just feel so excited about naturally just finding your yes. people, whether it's structured or yeah. you just meet it. Um, you know, drop off or pick up. Yeah. I mean, such a, I mean, we're so fortunate. I just think what if Noah had started during COVID, for example, um, prep, I remember when he did start ELC three off the back of COVID and, you know, and it was just drop them off at the gate, pick them up from the gate. There was no hanging around the playground after we, we do that. Now we pick up the kids. They often will go for a little play. The parents will stand around and chat for even if it's just 10 or 15 minutes and then we will leave. Um, but that interaction, it sort of enables you to find your people. And then the other thing um, that I really love is that once you know the parents, you're typically more comfortable yeah. with the idea yeah. of, you know, oh, it goes to that person's house or they have a play help date each or other. help each other out because you live around the corner I've from each other. I've definitely got and... this idea for school holidays yeah. that we do some sort of roster, yeah. particularly for some of us that are all working full time, yeah. that someone takes annual leave for one day and has three of the kids, yeah. the other person does one, you know, and we'll yeah. score it that way. I mean, yep. there's holiday programs and all sorts yeah. of other stuff. Yeah. That's what I'm terrified about. 
yes. pick up, drop off and school holidays. Because how because... are you going to, are you going to do Because Noah does before school care because I start work so early. Jules yeah. does certain days that he'll drop off. I will pick up always um, just because of uh, construction finishes at three. So does school. And I mean yeah. construction. So um, have you thought about before or after school I'm care? I'm in denial, to yeah. be honest. But. On the flip side of that, we are just so fortunate in our workplaces now that there is so much flexibility and we are still working from home. Mm. So I think working from home a couple of days, at least Mark and I doing that, we'll be able to manage pick up and drop off for at least a couple. There'll definitely be some before care and after care on one or two days. And I'm lucky to have mum around the corner, but Mm. I'm also mindful that it's not her job to look after my kids. So, yeah, yeah, we'll have to juggle that and then against Mm. the kids hours, which are slightly different again, yes. which is always a, a challenge. But yeah, you make it work. You do. You um, always find a way. Yes. You know, you sit here right now going, I don't know how the hell this is going to work, but you yeah. always find a way somehow, you know, through help, yeah, other mums and dads helping to, yeah, other carers. I have wondered if maybe I asked my 18-year-old neighbour if he's willing to walk Tom up to primary school. Yeah. I'm just trying to think yeah. of who do I know yeah. that might be looking for a little bit of extra cash yeah. or something um, to just help us out a little bit on those mornings where we do have to fly off to work super early. Yeah, I think that because that's for the biggest shift um, for us, even from a, I guess, an organisational perspective, the school hours are nine to three. Yeah. And then the other thing is the school holidays. So yeah. I've been quite fortunate. Um, the school, our school actually has a bit of a holiday program at the school. Yeah. And then there's also so um, a few programs nearby in the neighbourhood. So um, and Noah's kind of loved those, which That's is good. great. And so I, I actually found that Are they expensive. Um, the one at the school is a hundred dollars a day. Yeah. The one around the corner is seventy. Okay. Or yeah. eighty a yeah. day. I think daycare is one hundred and seventy for a day. Oh. So that's cheap to me. Oh, there's another podcast episode <laughs> another that we should talk episode. about the rising oh, costs. Oh my There goodness. has been for those who are receiving CCS. Yeah. There, you know, it has eased the pressure, but so mm. many of the childcare centres have then pumped up yep. their rates. But they are too experiencing yeah high yeah. rent, high energy. Food, yeah. nappy prices that we spoke about yes. on a previous episode. Yes. It's just, I told mum and dad recently mm. how much it was yeah. to send them to daycare. Yeah. They really fell off their chair. Yeah. It's more than private yeah. school. It's like huge. it's huge. It's huge. So, um, so oh. yeah. So, it's, but then like at least with daycare, you, you've got the full, the yeah. full spectrum of the hours yeah. that you can take them in. Yeah. But yeah, holiday programs, I've often, so we've got a WhatsApp group with the school mums, um, and some dads too. Um, and we basically will say, okay, so he's going to go to this program on these days and we'll tee it up oh, so that at least our kid has one other friend. Yes, good. Um, there's been once or twice where Noah's gone on his own, but I'm quite fortunate because he's quite an outgoing child. He sort of walks in and mm. within, you know, a couple of minutes he's found someone that he's jumping on a jumping castle with. So the 10-year-olds so. all think that the 5-year-old <laughs> is 10 and he acts and like he a 10-year-old like too. So he goes up he to the 10-year-old. It's like, boy, I got this. Noah. I got this. But, yeah, so I think there's ways to set it up mm. so that you – because for, for a while there, I was like, oh, well, maybe I'll keep him home one day, but oh, like, you know, of that schedule. But then he was getting bored at home yeah. and he's like, I'd much rather yeah. just go and be active yeah. and do those things. So, yeah. I mean, I'm sure, I, I'm, do will, you know about local ones as well? In um, your yeah, area? I know there's one that's run through the primary school mm. and I'm sure, I mean, I used to go to different holiday yeah. programs, basketball camps yeah. and tennis camps and various other things. So yeah. we'll definitely look at that. I've long had a dream of being able to have one at 
our workplace. Oh, uh, yeah. But, you know, we're not the size to be able to support that. But, yeah, yeah you yeah. know, it's a real thing for all working parents. Uh, yeah, school holidays is always such a headache. Oh, as we said right. before, at least workplaces now and management are kind of thinking, yeah, it's fine. Just get your work done. However you get your work yes. done, we get the school holidays is a mission. Whereas, yeah, five years ago, yeah. if you were at work, too get, bad, mate. get to the office. Yep. Take annual leave. Yep, yep, 100%. Um, we are briefly interrupting today's episode to give a shout out to a non-profit that the Parenthood Pod is proudly supporting, the Nappy Collective. Parents do their best with what they have, but what if even at your best you can't put clean nappies on your child? Meanwhile, in other families, children grow so fast, leaving parents wondering what to do with their leftover nappies. The Nappy Collective connects those unused nappies with families who need them the most. The Nappy Collective invites you to donate your leftover nappies to one of the 500 collection points across Australia, letting families in crisis know that somebody cares. Go to thenappycollective.com and see the show notes for further details. Yeah, so. How did you land on your primary school? So I feel like we oh. definitely had an episode oh. about school choices. <laughs> so for those listening, go back to that because Liv had a oh. very comprehensive list of all the things she was looking yeah. for in yeah. a school. You've landed on your school now. What was the clincher? Uh, I think that I have been telling Tommy for the last five years that that was his primary school. Yeah, so okay. in many ways perhaps I'd made the decision before I'd even seen the school Yeah, what complicated complicated the decision mm. for us was the other school, the comparable school mm. in the area that we're actually zoned to. We went and did a tour and I fell in love with it. Mm. I thought the leadership was outstanding. I was a real muso at school. They had an amazing um, mu- you know, music room, amazing extracurricular mm. um, programs, amazing play space, ovals. You know, mm. with two boys I wanted space. Yeah. Um, and I still hear myself talking about this school and you feel the love. <laughs> yes. I just, I really had a good feeling about mm, it. Mm. Um, but why did we choose the other primary school mm. location? Yeah, it's you know, when, walking distance. Yeah, it's walking distance. We don't have to cross a major road to get there. Mm-hmm. Tommy's little best friend, that's a major draw card. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. they have such a special relationship. Yeah. It might change, but I wasn't willing to disrupt that at yeah. this point. Yeah. It's still an amazing school. Yeah. It probably is better, you know, looking at Nap- Naplan, although I take that with a bit of a grain of salt mm-hmm. at this point in time. Mm-hmm. Um, the other school was really beautiful. They mm-hmm. had a lot of money poured into it. Yeah. So, you know, to look you go, well, this is really schmick, yeah. whereas where we're sending him is a bit more tired, yeah. run down, but they are about to do a whole heap of uh, development. So mm. you just have to go with the gut and yes. at the end, yeah, head and heart said, no, I think that's the right decision. Yeah, I was, I mean, what does a four-and-a-half-year-old know to, but I was trying to include him in the, you know, he's got friends going to the other school. Yes. You know, where do you want to be? I mean, yeah. he'd change his answer on any every second day, but yeah. um, I've tried to make him as part of the process as we possibly can. Yeah. And yeah. I think, it, you know, the other thing was that it is a feed, well, not necessarily a feeder, but there are more children that go to that school mm-hmm. that are likely to go to the high school that I've yeah. got pegged for him yeah. at this point in time. Yeah. So I like that as an idea too. Did, is this the high school that's potentially a, um, a private school? Are you still yeah. thinking that? Yeah. If, yeah, we can, if we can uh, yeah. scale out careers and earning potential yeah. and make yeah. it all work. Yeah. Then, yeah. 
it's interesting because I think, I mean, we can even touch on private schools here. So um, one thing is for those who aren't parents yet or for the, you know, those in general who might be thinking about um, schools for their little ones, um, the early, if you're in Melbourne, the earlier you put your kids down for the schools, the, the private schools, the better. It's a bit like the MCC list, <laughs> yeah. right? Like the day MCC, that they're born. <laughs> yeah, the day that they're born, yeah. get your forms organised just to give yourselves options, right? Because you don't, we don't know yeah. what's going to happen in the yeah. future, but at least you've, you've got them down. I, um, I had done that. I think with Noah, we waited like two weeks till after he was born with Charlie. It was, he was straight on the list from, I think, the date he was mm. born. And it's amazing those two weeks, we've already received acceptances for Charlie to attend a certain private school and Noah, I called them up and I was like, oh, so what about Noah? He's 18 months older. Oh, no, he's still, he's further down the list because because it was, and because of his birth date placement. So Noah's November, Charlie's June. Like I've spoken to so many people about this because I'm like, how do they work out? Right. And so the November babies, obviously for that year, they're further down the list. Plus we waited two extra weeks. So I feel like we're sitting here for Noah, whereas Charlie's like already been accepted to one of the schools. I waited years because like (laughs) life administration, as you know, is not my strong suit. So who knows if I'll even get in. And then I don't have an old, like none of my family went to this school, which is mm. another thing for private schools in Melbourne. Yeah. You You pushed up the list if, you know, dad or uncle or grandpa or someone. Yeah. You're an alumni family. Absolutely. Love alumni. Oh, we love an alumni. (laughs) But the thing is, is and I wonder if it like the the schools that aren't we're looking at for high school are very, probably the two or three most competitive schools for boys yeah. to get into, right? right. So everyone are they at, all boys or they're all boys, so yeah, no all, all boys, boys for high school. Yeah. Um, and with the boys being at the school that they're at at the moment, um, they'll it's almost a feeder school into those two okay. or three really yeah. prominent boys schools in Melbourne. That is super competitive. So that's yeah. where Charlie got the the email, but no, it didn't. I'm like surely, you know, mm. what the hell. Come but on, I guess the point is to those of you who are considering maybe you wanting to go down the private school path and you are in Melbourne or probably wherever you live, always good to give yourselves options and get your paperwork in yeah. ASAP. It just really <laughs> sucks to have to pay the administration fee I know, that's the thing. <laughs> oh, we put the boys down for, I think, four or five oh, schools because we just gosh. didn't know and yes. we're like just like doing the money bills in the air, just like, let's yep, take our at money. At least they're preparing <laughs> you for what it will be oh, like. yeah. Yes, absolutely. And look, the other thing to to think about is um, even talking about preparation, if private school is the way you're considering going in the future even, is look, we pay so much, as we were saying earlier, for daycare. Mm. We're managing that to some extent because we kind of have to. So then it's kind of, and and the way in which we're managing that is that with every time, and we've spoken about budgets, I think, um, in a couple of episodes ago, Liv, but every week an amount will come out of both mine and Jules's pay and into a bank account that then services daycare and school. Yeah. So we, and that helps us plan so that we're not sitting there one day going, shit, the the bills come through and like, where are we going to find yeah. the money? So yeah. we've been very organized Smart. in, yeah, and p- plugging away, putting a little bit of cash aside so that when those school fees hit, you know, we can sort of look to, so uh, understandably well, everyone's got different circumstances and, and things, but just things to, yeah, to start <laughs> thinking about. Yeah, and seeing it as, I mean, it hurts as an expense, like yeah. it feels like an expense because yeah. it is such a significant amount of money yeah. that will no doubt be even greater in five, six years' yeah. time when they are in year seven. Yeah. That's when you're sending or obviously a bit earlier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, the more that you can kind of get ahead yeah. and see it as an investment yep. in 
kids if you can afford it. If that's yeah, Whatever. if you can afford it, and that's Who knows a value what for you. The totally store. It's but, yeah. yeah, it's yeah. So many things to think about. It's like where are you going to live? You know, and, and like, will you be near that school? And you know, but that's why. Yeah, Mark is often says to me about private school. You know, mm. we've got a really good public high school just around the corner, yeah. and he says, "Live. Why would we spend this money mm. on private school when we could, you know, take them on an overseas holiday mm. instead every." year and mm. you know educate them you know that way yeah. pay for a tutor yeah. and you know we can get I mean there's so many arguments for and against yeah. and it does come down to affordability and, affordability you know, your values totally to, some people to your point feel as though well the education system isn't something yeah. that I feel is worth while investing in I can perhaps do it my or way you can do or, it other way uh, yeah, exactly. you can do it other ways yeah. where you're supplementing the learning yeah with additional extracurricular. I mean, we're so lucky to live in this country Mm. where the education system is very good and some of our best schools across the country are, yeah, state and public schools. And even schools think about like here in Melbourne, we've got Melbourne High where from year nine onwards they they run an entrance exam to get into um, and it goes from year nine to year 12, but they are always the top two of VCE scores in the state and that is a public school Mm. obviously with a written exam to get into. Mm. So I guess the point is that there are so many different avenues people take in order to fulfil, I guess, what is important yeah. to them as parents and what's important to the kid like, yes you know i will not be sending my kids to private school if that's not the right decision yeah. for them yeah. as children mm. i really firmly believe that yeah. it'll very much the school that i think is right for tom might be a school that is very is not right for harry yeah. right so i'm really being open-minded about yeah what our options are depending on the sort of kid and their aspirations and what their needs are around their learning and their future yeah absolutely Don't get me wrong, i want to give them the very best opportunity and mm. right start but mm. that start can look really different mm. for lots of different kids. Oh, absolutely. And I think about even um, little Charlie, uh, my second, um, he has so many girlfriends. So for us, even from a primary school perspective, my kids, um, Noah goes to a co-ed primary. That was really important. Even Noah had a lot of girl Mm. friends. And Mm. I thought, the, and the, funnily enough, the school that Charlie got into, um, that the very competitive one is all boys mm. from primary. Mm. And I'm like, he would not, that would yeah. not fly for him yeah. he, as he's like, you yeah. know, the child that he is. Yeah. He's very, like, loves the feminine, feminine activities as mm. much as he loves the dinosaurs mm. and the, tra- you know, mm. he likes to kind of, you know, and so you're right to that point. You are sort of looking at the child and going, okay, I've got these options here, but Sport, what's best for music, them? Music, drama, yes. educate, academic, not yep. academic. Yeah. No. Like, Single value, sex, not single sex. At the school. Yes. Um, yeah, very, very important. Oh, it's a long list. We yeah, might right. have to do another episode on that. Well, next time. We will actually, maybe yes. next season we yes. will do Have We Made the Right Decision. Yes. <laughs> Stay tuned, part two to this conversation. Well, thank you to everyone who has tuned in to us for, I don't know, 100-plus episodes at this point. I can't keep count. Um, and, yeah, and thank you, Liv, always for being by my side during uh, to be this here. whole podcast. You don't give me a choice. But, no, I'm, ha- I'm happy to be here. Yeah. Yeah, no, I'm very much looking forward to the Christmas break. We'll be taking um, several weeks off, but likely be back in your ears when school commences. I will keep you updated on Insta with that. So, everyone, wishing you a fab Christmas. Oh, Merry Christmas. Have a great summer holidays. And we'll, uh, we'll speak to you all soon. Bye.
Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe, leave us a rating or review and share it with your friends. Want to contribute to the conversation? Hit us up on Instagram at Parenthood Pod and join our Facebook group. Until next time. Thanks for listening. The Parenthood Podcast would like to acknowledge the traditional owners of the land we produce on, the land of the Wawandri people. We pay respect to their elders, past, present and emerging.